Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. From NBC, this is Today. Well, yeah. good morning. Good morning. I was like, wait, where's your voice, Al? Well, it kind of went away, but that's okay because we we're right all here. here. That's exactly. Yes, yes. Uh, Craig, what day is today? It's Friday, baby. Uh, Absolutely. And exactly. it's being Friday, it's also another special day. Today yeah. is my oldest son's birthday, Kyan. He's 12 oh. years old. Oh. I had a little moment this morning. I thought, God, 12 years ago today, yeah. I was headed to University of Pennsylvania Hospital. Hurting. Wow. Hurting. <laughs> Hurting. Now happy. Well, and now joys. Yeah. Celebration of Kyan's birthday. We've got yeah. a fantastic Friday program. In a little bit, we're going to give you the ABCs to better Z's. The sleep doctor, Michael Bruce, is going to be changing us up our routines. Mm -hmm. Now that summer is coming to an end, we got to get the kids, everybody back to, Time to absolutely. regular sleep Our bedtimes have skewed. You know, normally it used to be 8, 9 o'clock. Now it's like 11, yeah. 12. Yeah. So we'll all That's have to get back house. on track. Then a great story from our series, Second Acts. Five friends who are all pharmacists, they've opened the water business, but their product is different, and there's a reason they're all dressed like this. It's a wonderful story we'll explain coming up in just a bit. And then Joy Bauer is going to mix up some beverages, fruit cocktails, mm. and, and yes, these are cocktails that are for grown-ups only. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. <laughs> and the temperature is perfect for those right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we're going to get to all of that coming up this hour, but we do start once again with U.S. forces on high alert in Afghanistan following those two suicide bombings near Kabul airport. Just a short time ago, we learned more than 100 people died in those twin mm. attacks, including 13 U.S. service members. Many more are injured. ISIS has claimed responsibility. Speaking Thursday, President Biden mourning those killed and vowing retaliation. To those who carried out this attack, as well as anyone who wishes America harm, know this. We will not forgive. We will not forget. We will hunt you down and make you pay. This morning, as you can see, there are flags at the White House and all federal buildings are flying at half-staff in honor of those 13 fallen service members. NBC's chief foreign correspondent, Richard Engel, join, joining us once again with the very latest. And Richard, uh, still an active, urgent evacuation taking place at that airport. What's been happening there uh, since Thursday's attack? So the flights are still taking off. The evacuations are still continuing. There are a lot of Afghans that were already on the base. They need to be put on flights. There are also, let's call it targeted evacuations that are taking place now because the Taliban have uh, beefed up their security perimeter. They're trying to uh, put up even more checkpoints, making it more difficult for crowds to form at the, uh, at the gates. But there are still people who are trying to get out and those who are in contact with foreign embassies, with NGOs, with the U.S. military. Uh, they're trying to create muster points so that they can have buses in different locations in the city. And that would be coordinated with the Taliban to get people out. So the evacuation is still taking place. 
but it is the Taliban is trying to prevent the mass crowds just rushing to the airport, which makes it so that the U.S. Marines uh, that are primarily operating those those checkpoints would have to then just interface directly with the crowds and and pick out the right people. They want to they want to thin out the crowds and and make it so that the people who are arriving at the airport have already been screened and are and and, and already have some paperwork to prove it. Richard, you know, President Biden and the head of the U.S. Central Command made it clear yesterday they're expecting more attacks. Can you kind of give us some perspective? I think people who don't follow this every day are having a tough time trying to understand the coordination happening between the U.S. and Taliban forces to avert those attacks. They hear partnership and they're confused, frankly. Well, they're, they're, they're right to be confused because it is, it is staggering and it is brand new and, and it is happening as we speak. It is, it is a, uh, an alliance that did not exist. Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, the United States CENTCOM, the same general who gave that briefing, was bombing the Taliban. Now the Taliban are in power and the United States is coordinating with Taliban in order to get American forces out safely and get American allies, Afghan allies, out safely. The, the issue is not at this stage, the, the Taliban. Uh, the U.S. has a good working relationship and they have this mutually aligned interest. Okay, they fought for 20 years and they fought a, a, a tough fight for 20 years. And now the Taliban is in control and they want Americans to leave. And they say, once Americans can leave, we as, as former adversaries can have a new kind of relationship. And, and I spoke with Taliban leaders and they said they want to open a new chapter of relations with the U.S. and have embassies and diplomats. So the Taliban have a motivation to get the Americans Americans out. The issue is ISIS. Now, ISIS is an enemy of the Taliban. ISIS is from another region. ISIS is from Syria and Iraq. They have an offshoot in, in Afghanistan and Pakistan. They were minor players. They were in prison. Uh, but when the, the country collapsed, the Taliban took over. They were mass prison breaks. So now there are thousands of extremists who've been roaming around the, the streets. The Taliban, in some cases, is trying to round them up. And these extremists, ISIS in particular, want to steal the Taliban's victory. If, the, if ISIS were able to knock down a plane, then they, in their own narrative, could say, it was ISIS that pushed out the Americans. We, in the very end, were able to, to move in and, 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 uh, and drive the Americans out, not the Taliban. Richard, on that point, so much of this is so new, is so different. Every day the situation turns. I, I want to ask you, I know you don't have a crystal ball, but what do you think August 31st looks like in Afghanistan? Well, I think August 31st looks relatively calm. Uh, it, it depends on, the, on, on ISIS. Uh, it depends on how well they're armed. Uh, the Taliban do not want to fire, uh, shoot down the last American plane. Uh, they want it to be relatively uh, a smooth transition. They haven't gone in and burned down the U.S. Embassy or ransacked the building. They could. They haven't. So the Taliban want the 31st to be the start of a new chapter in Afghanistan, uh, where they are in control. What that looks like over time, I think we're going to tell. And there's a lot of people who have uh, very strong reasons not to have this much confidence in, in the Taliban. But ISIS, they would like bloodshed and carnage on the 31st. And can they get their hands on weapons? Can they get their hands on, on rockets? Uh, that, that, I think, is the major challenge between now and, and the 31st. It's very helpful. Uh, our chief yeah. foreign yeah. correspondent, Richard Ingle, for us this morning in Doha. Cutter, Richard, thank you. Mm -hmm. And another story we're going to be watching closely this weekend, Tropical Storm Ida. Heading toward the Gulf Coast, Louisiana already under a state of emergency. Uh, we have uh, 
Hurricane Watch is up now for much of the Louisiana coastline all the way to the Mississippi-Alabama border. Uh, this system right now is currently... 600, 840 miles south-southeast of New Orleans, 60-mile-per-hour winds. It's moving northwest at 15 miles per hour. The big problem is we've got very warm Gulf waters, anywhere from 3 to 5 degrees above average, and that deep, that water extends very far down into the ocean, so we usually get cooling as the system approaches, upwelling, they call it, but if it doesn't happen, we're going to see rapid intensification. Just before landfall, by around 3, 1 o'clock on Sunday afternoon, this could be a Category 3 storm, or stronger. So we're going to be watching this as it pushes in. It brings in with it heavy rain, strong winds, a storm surge of anywhere from 7 to 11 feet in the central Louisiana coast, yeah. including New Orleans. And of course, it's not lost on anybody that uh, making landfall on Sunday. Yeah. It's the 16th anniversary of landfall of Hurricane Katrina. Oh, that storm right. really it seems to have created like that. Right. Yeah, it, 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 and that's what we're seeing. These storms ramp up very quickly because of climate change. The ocean warmers are, uh, waters are much warmer. The atmosphere much richer with moisture, and that's what we're looking at. It's like at. jet fuel, right, for these exactly. storms. Exactly. That's a good yeah. way to put it. All right, well, there are also some new numbers out this morning that show just how bad the COVID situation is right now. In fact, yesterday, the U.S. reported more than 2,000 coronavirus-related deaths. We haven't seen a number that high, just to put this in perspective, since March. Nationwide, there are more than 100,000 COVID patients in the hospital this morning, but we are seeing vaccination numbers slowly climb. I think when you hear these numbers, some people who are a little hesitant uh, think, yeah. okay, you know what? Maybe I should go ahead and get yeah. vaccinated. So now more than 172 million Americans are fully vaccinated. Yeah, and also speaking of COVID, there's a touching story we want to tell you about from Australia that caught our eye. A farmer there couldn't attend his aunt's funeral because of travel restrictions. So look at this. He paid tribute using his sheep. Wow. Ben Jackson spread out grain in the shape of a massive heart uh, and then used a drone to capture these oh, incredible man. shots. He said he's been spreading out his sheep's food in various shapes to break up the daily monotony during the pandemic. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. That is impressive. Uh, also impressive, more world records falling in Tokyo. Team USA racking up gold medals at the Paralympics now. Check this out. This is 17-year-old Anastasia Pagonis. She's blind. Didn't stop her from setting a new world record in the women's 400-meter freestyle. Anastasia also from not, not too far away from here. She hails from Long Island, New York. And her teammate, Gia Pergolini of Atlanta, also making history. Pergolini setting a new world record in the 100-meter backstroke. Uh, and they're both great. just 17. Amazing. Mm -hmm. And uh, a reminder, you can catch coverage of the Paralympics on the NBC Sports app. That is right. incredible. Blind. Right. I mean, right. Amazing. They're, they're all records. incredible, all the, all the Paralympians. Kind of makes you it. feel lazy, right? Yeah. Uh, when we come back on a Friday morning, if you're waking up feeling a bit sluggish, Stand by. There he is, the sleep doctor himself, Michael Bruce, here to reset our sleep routines as we all get ready for fall. And then later, from a cactus to a can, how these five friends turned pharmacists, turned entrepreneurs, are bringing something a little different to the water business. Cactus water? The third hour of today rolls on after this. That tastes like it's spiked. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.
When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash today just go to indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash today conditions apply need to hire you need indeed hey welcome back as summer is winding down the kids are heading back to school which means we're all adjusting to these new routines we're just talking about this yeah those big changes could really mess with our sleep so we called in our guy clinical psychologist dr michael bruce to help us out dr bruce always good to have you sir here's the thing you've said before that this pandemic has been absolutely terrible in terms of people's sleep habits we know that to be true firsthand why is it so important to get a good night's sleep and how many hours should we be getting so great questions, Craig. And first of all, I love the white coats. I feel like I'm at a doctor's conference. Yeah, these guys, and it was planned. Awesome. They talked about it yesterday. I, I think they so must have. Friday. <laughs> so when we talk about sleep and the importance of sleep, the biggest thing to remember is sleep affects every organ system and every disease state. Literally everything you do, you do better with a good night's sleep. And unfortunately, with the pandemic and quarantine and people in lockdown, our schedules have gotten so thrown off, and it's really having an effect on our overall quantity of sleep as well as the quality of our sleep. Hey, Doc, so we here at the Today Show, each of us has a, a set time for sleep. I think I'm a little in better, in, in better shape for that because I've got a 19-year-old home, and he takes care of his own sleep. But these guys have smaller kids. Yeah. We're supposed to get a set time of sleep, our own set time. But what about getting their kids to sleep as well? So that's always difficult, depending upon the age of the child. To be honest with you, I have a 17-year-old and a 19-year-old who just started to attend college. And let me tell you something. Teenagers are the toughest to get to sleep because all they want to do is stay up late and sleep late. So as as your child is younger, you want them to have more and more sleep. So toddlers, you're looking at 12, maybe 13 hours. Middle schoolers, you're looking at like 11 to 12 hours. Teenagers, if you can get them to get 10 hours, you'd be in great shape. And as adults, we're looking at somewhere between seven and nine hours of sleep per night. So can you give us some tips to make sure we get meaningful rest? I was just saying it's one thing to get six hours, seven hours. But if you're tossing and turning or you're not, you know, fully at peace, you just you're wrestling around at night. You know what I mean? I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Believe it or not, the easiest way to improve sleep quality is to wake up at the same time every single morning, including the weekends. I know a lot of people are like, ah, oh, Michael, I want to sleep in. Yeah. No, no, no. Keeping that steady circadian rhythm really works well. I know I've worked with both Al and Craig in the past talking about that, and they're really good at making sure that they get up at the right time every day. That's definitely one thing. Another big thing is to stop caffeine by 2 p.m. You know, many people don't realize it, but caffeine can last in your system for quite a long time. The half-life is eight hours. So if you wow. stop at 2, 50% is still in your That's system at 10 o'clock at night. I mean, 
think about that, right? Yeah. And so really looking at the at the caffeine consumption is a big one. And then unfortunately, alcohol is a really big problem. Yeah. Um, it, while alcohol makes us feel sleepy, believe it or not, it's the number one sleep aid in the world. It is terrible for sleep quality, uh, really lowering that sleep quality quite a bit. Yeah, margaritas are just, they, they don't help. I, I, I know this. Um, doctor, I have a question for you, though. A lot of people talk about exercise before sleep, but I, I'd like to know what exercises are good to sort of get you to have a good night's sleep, but also what time should you exercise? This is a perfect question. I'm so glad that you asked this. So exercise is the single best way to improve sleep quality. However, if you, if you exercise too close to bedtime, you increase your core body temperature. And remember, our core body temperature needs to go down mm. as we're trying to fall asleep. So give yourself about four hours to have completed your workout, if you possibly can. Um, I, I wouldn't say skip your workout, but really try not to have it too close to bedtime, because it's going gonna, it's gonna to mess up your sleep. But if you want to say skip the workout, we won't argue. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Bruce, just really quickly, how many hours of sleep do you recommend folks get? So as an adult, we're looking at probably somewhere between seven and nine hours of, of sleep at night. But the truth of the matter is, is that you need to look for the right amount of sleep for you, right? So some of you guys need only six. Some of you guys may need nine. Depending upon where you are in your lives, it can be very interesting to look at that. Um, a few other things that people can do, consider changing your pillow. Um, lots of people don't realize it, but you should be changing your pillow about every 18 to 36 months um, because it's really not giving you the support that you're probably going to need. And my big thing is monitor your sleep. I use a ring to monitor my sleep called the Aura, but oh, there are many yeah. different monitors out there. And let me tell you something, when you get data on your sleep, then you can do something actionable about it, like be able to try to improve the quality or change the quantity or know when you're going to get up. Dr. Good Bruce, advice. always great tips, yeah. sir. Yeah. Thank you, Dr. Bruce. Have a great weekend. By the way, we should mention uh, Dr. Bruce's new book, Energize. It is available for pre-order now. Coming up next, five really sharp friends, pharmacists turned business partners. Why they took the plunge into the water business with a twist. And a little bit later, it's not water, Joyce, mixing up. She's got some superfood cocktails. Well, they might not help us sleep, but we'll feel pretty good about it. We won't care. Yeah, exactly. Third hour today. Be right back. I talk and turn. Time now for our series, Second Acts. Usually we bring you stories of people making a change later in life. Yeah, this one's a little different. Five friends who were just getting started down the career path when they decided to switch it up a little. Now, they're proving it's never too early to try something new. And our good buddy, NBC News Now anchor Joe Ferrer, got to sit down with him. Hey, Joe. Hey there. What's good up, morning. Joe? Yeah. So these friends you're about to meet, they're young and they're all pharmacists in their 20s and 30s. They've quickly become entrepreneurs, too. And they're not just dipping their toes in the water. They're making a splash, diving into the world of cactus water. On the streets of Boston and New York, far from any desert, you'll find cacti that thrive in any climate. Picture this, Joe. You're going to your local market on a Saturday morning, and you're greeted by one of us in a cactus. <laughs> How could that not put a smile on your face? These five close friends will admit it's not where they expected to be when they were training to become pharmacists, trading their white coats for green cactus costumes. But for Sarwang, Akash, Jay, Kwan, and Mo, this is exactly what it takes to promote their new product, Prickly, a brand of cactus water. For those who ask, what is cactus water? How do you answer? We actually use the puree of the prickly pear, which is the fruit that are found on top of the cacti. 
Growing up in Lebanon, it was one of Mo's favorite drinks made by his grandmother. It tasted like a combination of watermelon and bubble gum. So believe me when I tell you, every time she made it for us, me and my siblings would fight for that last cup. One day, he made some for his buddies. That was sort of our, our cactus moment, if you will, because after just one sip, we knew we had something pretty special. You call it your cactus moment? Our cactus <laughs> oh, <yeah>. moment, <laughs> that's right. Yes. Jay, I, I saw you laugh just a little bit when he described that it tastes like watermelon and bubble gum. Why is that? Yeah, because the first time Mo brought it up, the first question you have is, cactuses have fruit? <laughs> when we got over the fact that cactuses had fruit, he said it tasted like bubble gum watermelon. So we called him out on his bluff, and uh, we lost that day. Definitely. Yeah, they definitely did. So now they're all believers in grandma's recipe, so. <laughs> they're more than believers. They decided to start selling cactus water, launching Prickly in February, jumping into the crowded beverage market. How does this go from, mm, this water tastes good, to, let's start a business? You know, we had a passion for helping people. We met after pharmacy school in Boston, and we just hit it off right away. Yeah, and I think we always had this passion for entrepreneurship and everything else fell into place. They call it an alternative to coconut water with less sugar and fewer calories, which appeals to them as health-conscious pharmacists. They understand the science part of the company, the business part, was another store. Did you actually Google how do you start a drink company? <laughs> yes, You're yes. already one step that's of the way. Yeah. The first that's step. always the first step to any question. <laughs> it appears to have worked. They sold out of their first batch in four weeks. Quickly went from producing 300 cases a quarter to 15,000 a month. Held by some creative marketing, which includes donning those cactus costumes. Were those people in the middle of Times Square dancing around in these suits and giving cans of prickly out to everybody? It's amazingly fun. For these first generation Americans, it's also an amazing example, inspiration for aspiring entrepreneurs. I mean, take a look at us. We are the uh, representation that the American dream is alive and well because we're that textbook example of first-generation Americans who, whose family, you know, sacrificed everything to give us an opportunity that they didn't have. The lesson, they say, be resilient, just like a cactus. These guys are still working their day jobs as pharmacists while running the company and wearing those costumes. So two full-time jobs to get Prickly off the ground. They're hoping to transition to Prickly full-time by the end of the year, but we brought some for you here. Mm -hmm. There's different flavors, like mm -hmm. I have Prickly Pear. I do too. I've got mango ginger. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, it's good. Strawberry. It's pretty good. It's got, a, it's got a lot of layers. You know, it's like almost like a kind of a different drinking experience. You know You're not, not sure better? what it is. A little tequila. Well, yeah, that would be another layer. Be, that would be a good layer. <laughs> that would be right. good. <laughs> I like they use the word layers. Do you want to go wine tasting? Yeah, well, that's what it feels like. I don't know. <laughs> that's right. That's the first note. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's right. There's some leather. I'm getting some... Uh, uh, fryer, thank you so much. That's so good. All right, coming up next. Well, speaking of, I guess, yummy liquids, if you like pina coladas, you're going to love Superfood Friday. Joy Bauer is making mixing up Superfood cocktails. Have you been drinking already? Yeah. Third hour today. Be right back. It is Superfood Friday, and we are toasting to one of the final weekends of the summer. No, today nutritionist Joy Bauer is here to show us how to transform fruit into two refreshing cocktails. Oh, good morning. Good morning, guys. We are boozing into the weekend with two fun and flirty fruit cocktails. And I'm just saying, these are not typical canned fruit cocktails. It's fruit and a cocktail all wrapped up in one. But and I'm going to start Joy, with... If you wanted to keep it kid-friendly, you could leave out the alcohol. 
I'm going to show you exactly how to do that. Okay. Yes, you could easily make virgin uh, uh, renditions of both of these. Okay. So I'm going to start with a margarita fruit cocktail. And I'm first going to make our margarita mix. So, uh, Al, you mentioned tequila before. This is one cup of tequila. Now I have um, three-quarter cup of orange liqueur, but you can also swap in orange juice if you want. And this is just a half a cup of fresh or bottled lime juice. So I'm not sweetening the margarita mix because the fruit is going to go ahead and do that. If you want to make a virgin boozeless rendition, just do a combination of lime juice and the orange juice. Okay. Now I'm going to add in three heaping cups of big chunks of fruit. I like sturdy fruit, just like you would use um, and chop up fruit for a regular fruit salad. Mm -hmm. You can see these pieces are about, I would say an inch, um, an inch in size. And then this was just sort of leftover. And when it comes to grapes, I'm going to show you what I do because you want that booze to get infused or the orange juice and the lime. If you're going for a virgin rendition, you poke a hole in it because the skin is very hard and you want everything to seep in there. Yes. So now this is ready to go and I'm going to stash this See how beautiful this is? I'm going to stash it in the fridge for at least an hour, but ideally overnight. And the fruit will stay intact. So, of course, I have one that I've already soaked. Ian is pulling my food on the other side. <laughs> hey, Joy, can I ask you a question? Could you freeze the fruit uh, you know, yeah. just to make it a little colder? You absolutely can freeze the fruit, yes. And we tried it that way as well, and it works beautifully. So Yummy. this has been sitting in the fridge, and then basically you're just going to take a slotted spoon and you take your fruit. And this is just a little bit about presentation because really you could pour this into a great big bowl and you could mm -hmm. have just a drunken fruit salad. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this is there a you great go. Weekend. <laughs> what I like to do, I'm, the sleep guy is going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't. You don't want to have this close to bedtime. And. Um, then the size I take, of that glass. I know, right? <laughs> right? Joy actually I, swims in that glass. <laughs> and then you that's put, I, I do two skewers just uh -huh. like this, and you have the liquid that's left. And the cool oh. part is, is that you don't need to add any sugar because all of that yummy, sweet, natural, naturally um, fruit juice is going to infuse into the booze, and the booze infuses into the glass and the cocktail oh, itself. Funny. So if you have friends coming over, you'll impress them with that, right? Or not. They'll, they'll feel special. <laughs> Just do it by yourself. It's so the, fun. Well, there you go. Let's go to the pina colada cocktail. Okay, so now I'm taking full advantage of nutrient-packed pineapple. And we are going to visit the tropics and make a pina colada version. And this could not be any simpler. But again, like super fun. I mean, it's going to hit the sweet spot. It's sassy, and it's going to be remembered. Okay. So... I have my cubed pineapple right over here. Pineapple is packed with vitamin C and it has an enzyme called bromelain, which helps to aid in digestion and it eases inflammation. This is my rum. If you want to do a boozeless version, just skip the rum and you just stick with plain pineapple. And again, I just let this sit for about an hour to overnight in the fridge. I scoop it between two glasses, just like this, and then to make it a little bit more indulgent, let me take nice. my umbrella out. I'm going to give it a little bit of whipped cream. Let me give both of these. And of course, we need some coconut. So I put in, this is toasted coconut. I just took unsweetened coconut mm -hmm. and I laid it out on a baking sheet in a 350 oven for about, I would say, eight minutes. 
And guys, you have mm-hmm. the most delicious treat that really does resemble a pina colada. Let no, me I like my that. Little- it's a little healthier, so probably, too. It's a little healthier than the one I've made. It's not a little healthier. Yeah. It's better than no, the one no, I make with no, the still got a lot of calories. I'm going to take a tip. I'm going to validate how good it tastes yeah. for you guys. Yum. Mm. Hey, Joy, quick question. Sometimes when you when you make these great sort of punches or, or fruit concoctions with alcohol, the first batch is perfect. You have a couple. You go to make the second batch, and it's like a disaster. Should you make two ahead of time? Do you, do, you, do you make some of these more ahead of time so you have enough? Well, you are planning a heck of a weekend. I, I've been there. I have been there. <laughs> You know what? It's a great question. And let me first say that you can scale this down if you just want to make one for yourself or you can double and triple it if you are entertaining a great big crowd. <laughs> this actually lasted. What I what I probably would do is leave the fruit sitting in the booze or like the juice version right until you're ready to serve people. But it will sit in the bowl in in the um, actual liquid and the mm-hmm. fruit stays you know, perfectly uh, oh, um, intact. And the okay. other cool thing is, depending upon which fruit you put in, it bleeds color into the liquid. So I did Love one it. batch with blackberries and my margarita fluid was gorgeous. Yeah, it was too. so radiant. Joy, you're the best. Thank you yeah. so much for all of these recipes. You can head to today.com slash food. Cheers, Joy. Mm-hmm. There you go. Coming up next, his fans have been lining up for this all night long. Global superstar Jay Balvin. We're going to sit down and talk with him just a little bit as the third hour of today continues. I like his smile. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. special morning with a very special guy, international music superstar, Jay Balvin. Uh-huh. He has won four Latin Grammys. Yes, he's headlined Lollapalooza, performed at the Super Bowl halftime show, and now he's here on our stage. Jay Balvin, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Everything good? So, Jay, we know that the album's coming out, Jose, yeah. out already, and we got the cover art. So talk to us first about, about this right here. Mm. We love that photo. And, and how is this album different than your others? I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's my name, Jose, and uh, I just want to make it, the cover like so natural. It's just me, you know, like no superstar vibe. Even though I don't feel like a superstar. You are but, a superstar. Well, you know, I, here's you the people said that no, I, yeah. I just can't uh, say 100%. it. You know, I was about to say, you know, you talk about being authentic. I love the fact that you're so open about talking about maybe if you're having anxiety or depression yeah. or what have you. Why was that so important to be real with your yeah. fans? Because I think that really besides COVID, the real pandemic is mental health. Mm. You know, and it's, you know, from what we study and we check in, it's definitely a, a really, it's really concerned. It's true. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, music is amazing, but music is the the way people can listen to what I think about, you know. Love that. You know, looking at your album cover, there's pure joy in, in that, that picture. And, and you go and find joy in different places. For example, you, you've got a Fortnite skin now, <laughs> which brings it. obviously a lot of joy to, to a lot of gamers. It's crazy, you know, like, to me it's crazy because I've almost been a gamer, you know. So yesterday I have the chance to play, you know, with my skin, 
Yeah. You know, so it's just like, that's me right there. That's pretty cool. Does, it, does it still amaze you? That, I mean, you're you skin on Fortnite. Yeah, everything, you know, like, I'm, I, everything impressed me. You know, awesome. yeah, like, even when I have a great coffee, just, I'm just grateful with it. Yeah. You know, so many people have tried to write reggaeton off, saying that it's just a fad, and reggaeton is getting bigger and bigger yeah. every year. You've had some incredible collaborations. He actually got Beyonce to sing in Spanish. That's how big J Balvin is. <laughs> um, I, I want to ask you, the collaborations, where does reggaeton go from here? Does it keep getting bigger? Yeah, of course. This is just the beginning. You know, uh, the way we reach uh, globally, it's, it's, it's a fad. You know, like, it's not like... We used to say, like, yeah, people listen to us in the world. No, now it's for real. Like, if we go to Italy, you know, the Italian people listen to us. If we go to France, people from France, they listen to us. You know? And you it's guys all the, you know. support each other. Daddy yeah. Yankee, Bad Bunny, you guys are all friends. You hang out and you guys yeah. make great music. Yeah, you know, we help each other in the industry. You know, not everybody's a friend, you know, but we're yeah. colleagues, you know, and, and we, you know, we respect one each other. And, yeah, we try to elevate our culture. Well, yeah. we only have about 30 seconds left, but we have to talk about your hair and how you shake it up. We have a screen <laughs> where we have all the different things you've done. We've got, you've had blonde, rather color. Oh, look at this. Well, I've been, there we go. There See that go. monitor over there? I've I mean, been through all colors. All like colors. What's next? I mean, I'm, 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 I'm trying to go back to a rainbow one. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm real about inclusion. You know, so. <laughs> I love that. Way to make oh, it work. I'm so excited. Thank you, Jay. Stay right where you are. I love it. Was it worth it? You guys get to take all the pictures now? Tom, again, thanks for filling in. It's yeah, fantastic. it was fun being here. We want to say goodbye to our good friend, Bob Yeager. We love you. We are going to miss you, my friend. We're going to miss How many you. years, Ro? 37. 37 yep. years. I worked hard for 30 years. He, yeah. worked, he, he worked <laughs> hard right. for 30 years. It was such a blessing the other day to see his parents and his, his wife and, and grandchildren. Yeah. One and grandchild that, on the way. And now he has an album coming out with Jay Balvin. So he's like, he's <laughs> exactly. transitioning perfectly. Right. God bless you. Yeah. You have been such a light for us. And everybody who lives in Norwalk, run away because Rope's going to be around a lot. <laughs> we love you, Rope! It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com.